What about now? You sound great, buddy. What, how you doing, Fish? I'm doing great. You know what we are? We're the Fat Fish Podcast. I am lucky to be with this guy. I'm a pleasure. I'm honored. Who are you? I'm still trying to figure out why I'm doing this show and who I am, but we're here at show number four, and uh, I'm excited, man. This is going great. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy, but your name is Brad Grumberg, Johnny Cocktails, buddy. I know. I put cocktails in there, you know, so people know me, you know. They don't know me by Brad Grumberg. They just know me by cocktails. You are cocktails, man. Yeah. I'm Eric the Fish Schneider again, uh, episode four. A great week. How, how's your week been? I'm great, but do me a favor. Can we get hair and makeup in there for you? Wow. What is that? People, you look, what, what is that thing on the top of your head? Is that a raccoon? What is that? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, yeah, oh my God. You got spray in there? You got gel? Do you have gel oh, in there? What? You have gel in that hair? Yeah, a little gel in that hair. I went to, uh, but, you know, look, it's, it's a work in progress. It's I know, know, it is a work in progress. I, I, don't know, I don't know where it's working. and I don't know what progress we're making, but we're here. It so was a I'm having a bar real quick before we get to this. I got to show people John Travolta in, in Saturday Night uh, Fever. Don't show that. Don't well, show that. I got a, I got a, a whatchamacallit, I got a, a, a customer come in, two girls, a guy and a gal come in, Vinny and Jen, right? Now, I haven't seen these people in a while, right? Right. Walk in. And she looks at me, and I recognize him. You know, I got a memory like an elephant. You do. And she goes, you're the vagina gummy guy. <laughs> oh, I, no. Oh, no. Watched the past. I know she watched the past podcast, but I talked about this. The Lemmy Pure. Courtney Kardashian is doing a gummy <laughs> for your vagina, the treat for your meat that men love to eat. <laughs> so I thought about this in the future. Could you yeah. imagine Brad Cocktails Grumberg? And fish is door-to-door salesman selling this product. Imagine Brad showing up at your house and saying, "Hi, I'm Brad Grumberg. I'm is coming to the house here." She walks up. She's kind of matronly. And says, right. Maybe Honey, we'll you have a fresh feeling. Table. Feeling. Brad, here's where I'm going with this. You know everybody in the business. Get a hold of the Kardashians. We could sell this thing and make a fortune and finance this podcast. Okay, that'd be fantastic. I don't think so. But I can say, are you gonna are you gonna buy the product? That's all I care about. Well, I, bought, I bought a case of it already. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because you eat them. That's why. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I, exactly. I eat. It looks I, I gummy. I thought I was gonna get high on it, and all of a sudden, you grew a vagina. I love it. <laughs> Let's go to Brad Grumber. I gotta show this video because this guy has such a great career in this business. He sent me something. I can't believe this is him. Let's go to this. <laughs> It's a blast from the past All your favorite arcade games Like Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, and Galligan So polish up your old moves You'll need them to survive the arcade classics Now available in two-in-one game packs For Game Boy and Super Game Boy, baby It was so much fun Oh my goodness! Where'd you find that man? I found it. T- tell, forget me. I talk too much already in this podcast. Talk about you getting that job, what it's for, because that is a takeoff on Saturday Night Fever. The scene when John Travolta playing Tony, Mar- Tony Marnero is doing is dancing solo to the Bee Gees. Uh, you know, you uh, we could you that da- da- some dance. Song. Yeah, no, I I got the commercial. Uh, Robert Clifton and uh, Gary Valone, they hired me. They were the, uh, they were the ad execs on it. And uh, they, they said, you're the guy. And I'm like, wow. 
And I still have that outfit, by the way. And uh, this wonderful uh, uh, dance choreographer, she she met me and we she looked at me and she goes, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, I worked with her for <laughs> I worked with her for a week. And, that's <laughs> and it was really fun, man. I, mean, I, I, I got more exercise then than I ever got in my whole life. I was schwitzing all over the place. But let me tell you something. It's it's legendary. And I was so blessed that I got the got the commercial because Nintendo, what a, what a great company. And didn't we play all those games when we were kids, man, in the arcades? Oh, man, it was unbelievable. And uh, it, it took me I think we worked on it two days of dancing on that floor. Oh, man, it was awesome. So a shout out to Gary Valone and Mr. Robert Cliffy Clifton for giving me that part. I loved it. It was fun. Before we get to our theme of the show, which is nightclubs today, and we're going to show a couple of memes, and I'm going to bring a guy in that's legendary. Uh, Are you doing this show from a deli? Look at all those pictures in the back. I mean, it's like yeah, this is my life. This is my life. I, I I like to look at my life on the walls. So here in my office, I have all these pictures of the great people I work with. Right over my head are the Olsen twins when I warmed up Full Full House, and then I worked on Fuller House. Dave Coulier to the right, an amazing guy. Just some uh, just great. There's Jeff Foxworthy. I worked on his show. There's Burt Reynolds above me to the to the left. He uh, and I uh, we chopped it up on strip tease. Oh, what a legend! Smoking in the Bandit. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on that. No, I, I was love so that. much fun. Demi Moore was incredible. It was my first away game as an actor. Went to Florida. I could tell you stories all day, but that's why I have these pictures on the wall. It's great, man. Let's see here. Oh, there. Oh, there's one. Randolph Mantooth. Remember him from Emergency, right oh, over uh, oh, yeah. there. He is right there. Yeah, there he is. See him, Randolph. Right man. There, there. Well, the other speaking side. of man, too. Speaking about man and all alpha males, this is what a bouncer looks like. That's a bouncer in a nightclub in New Jersey. Now, okay. look, look right. at the size of those arms. Yeah, right. these are yeah. bouncers here in Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. So now I want to bring on a guy <laughs> that worked in a nightclub, and I'll just preface it by saying this before we bring him on. Your nightclub is only successful if you can protect the women and make people feel safe because there's fights and there's booze. And this guy is the best that I've ever seen. And I've been in the business 42 years. All right. Say hello, everybody, to Captain Pool Party, Davey Death Row Jethro Brown. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Fish Crew, how you doing? Morning, America. We gotta put him in the middle. Let's put him in the middle. Can we put him in the middle there? I can take yeah. you out. No, I can't. I can do that. I want him to be the meat, and we'll be the bread. Okay, right. you're the bread. Yeah. You're the donut. <laughs> no, I love. It. You have some? I look like you're a Cantor's Deli with all his pictures. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's good. Wait, you lift up a Reuben. <laughs> I know, buddy. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks for being here, buddy. Good to really. be here. Thanks for inviting me. So you guys start. Fish, you tell uh, me about this guy. When this kid walked in, we hit it off right away. And uh, with oh, the man. Oh, no, like, where did you start? Tell him, let's tell the whole story. Back, let's tell the year, what mom's saloon, we got, you know, our audience needs to know. Yeah. I, I, you have to, had, what, 1986 you started? When was it? 86, 87. Yeah. So Randy comes up to me and he says, Fish, what do you think about this guy? And I said, he's from Jersey. He's a street kid. All right. We were going to elite bar in Brentwood with all these yuppies and these hey, caviar. Need a kid like him. He grew up thinking that McDonald's is a five star restaurant. 
And Rosie O'Donnell is a top ten model. We hired the guy. Him and I hit it off right away because he's, you know, I'm, I'm, my family's from New York, and he's a typical East Coast guy, just out there, California. And he did it like I did. He wasn't an actor. He wanted to meet women. That's why you were, you went to Palm Saloon or you worked there. Yeah. The not there more than a week, Brad. A week. I'm on the top bar. And there's a there's a whole thing. The popcorn machine. You got the the dartboard. You got a little bar there, and there's three yuppies sitting there with their cardigan sweaters on. They got their stupid ass sock ties, drinking a pitcher, and they're heckling Dave. <laughs> hey, fat ass, you missed a spot and stuff like that. He's all right, he's taking it, you know, because he's basically a comedian at heart, knows he's going to get heckled. But it gets a little egregious. And the guys are saying, hey, how'd you get this job, fat ass? How can you move fast enough? They're just keep, he looks at me and I go, take it easy, relax, relax. The guy did something and he hit Dave or punt, but he, Bumped into Dave, and Dave goes, that's it, you're out of here. You can't throw me out of here. And he pushes Dave, and then Dave goes, that's it. Puts the drinks down, and I look. he looks at me, and I go, go ahead. And, the guy <laughs> and, he misses, and Dave hits him with the roundhouse right on the right on the kisser. The guy goes down. His two friends that are pussies were running out of the bar. The guy, the guy gets up, and he goes, hey, man, you know, I was just messing with you. You can't hit me. My dad's a top lawyer in Beverly Hills. And Dave looks at him and goes, so? He goes, hey, man, I, I've never been in a fight before. Classic line by Dave Brown. Well, now you're 0-1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dave said that to him? Oh, my God. It just popped right into my head, man. Oh, my God. So that was your first day on the job? First week. First week on the job. First week. And to be a bouncer, let me ask you. I mean, bouncers are so important. No offense, but you, you don't look like a bouncer. Uh, you yeah, look like a Friendly fellow, yeah, mm. like you and I could we we could go to you know Old Town Buffet and have you know them close the place down. You know, <laughs> life. But let me ask you, what did you do? You go to bouncer school? How do you become a bouncer? I mean, what did you do before you got, or you just saw the ad and goes, I'll wing it? I didn't even see an ad. It was just up the block. I was just looking to earn a couple extra bucks, and be out. I'm in a nightclub night every night anyway, so might as well get paid for it. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. So you lived in Brentwood, and you saw the place, and it looked like it was hopping, and you, yep. and you showed up. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And you see this uh, this, uh, this wonderful human being here with uh, with a toupee on his head. <laughs> we got to get her makeup. So we got to do cool something. But uh, that's great. So tell us uh, some of the great uh, stories, and how, many, how long did you work there? I would say, like, four years on and off. Okay. Yeah, you know, bartended for a minute. Yeah, you know, it was it was good. But, um, well, you know, bart. Listen, one thing about bouncers, fish, they all come to the door and they say, "I know this person, I know that person, I don't want to pay the cover." What are some great stories and some of these great, uh, you know, lines people gave you to get in for free or bullshit you to? to uh, I got a line? good one. Got a good one. Just popped into my head. Uh, there was a big line. It was like probably Saturday night, and a big line to get in. And uh, these three girls come walking up. And it was like two little blondes. They look like twins. And it was like a, a tall one. She's brunette. And she's like, oh, we should get in. Like, she's telling me we should get in because they're summer. I said, you got to wait in line. You know, throw me a 20. We'll see what happens, you know. <laughs> but uh, that's happened before. But, um, like, they're arguing with me. And I'm like, can't let you in. Look at all these people. And she says to me, 
I just want to let you know that you made Henry Winkler's children very upset. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Are you going to name drop Henry Winkler on me? Oh, oh a Jersey kid. That's Fonzie. He's a TV, you know. It was oh. it was hilarious stuff. Oh man. my god, I know them. I met that. I know Henry. He's the best. He's incredible. Yeah. Try nice to guy, I'm sure, but you know, he's, oh, but he's using his dad's name to get yeah, in. Yeah, trying to get in. Yeah. Oh my god. That's oh, yeah. so cool. There oh, was some stuff there. And one we had one night we had this ass clown comes in there dressed in a military uniform. <laughs> and he's telling everybody that he was in Desert Storm and people are buying him drinks and, oh, and no. you remember that fish? Remember that guy? Oh. And come to find out, he's lying. So he was no vet. So everybody, there was a melee. Everybody started beating the crap out of this guy. I got a ton of stories about this guy. But yeah. I'll tell you one thing, I'm serious. When, when he worked, and he worked there all the time, every person felt safe because there was two codes. Nine means potential fight. Ten means a fight. So oh, yeah. Ten on the dance yeah. floor. What? Ten on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. He was the first guy there. I remember one time, Fred, the, the manager, uh, you know, I, I always get called up and said, did you see what happened? We got a call that one guy was escorted out, and Dave took him out, and all of a sudden when he was taking him out, the next day he's got a couple of bruises on his face. So he called Dave into the office, and Dave goes, I don't know what happened. He goes, I think the door hit his head on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a tough guy by any means, but when you put when you're in a security position, you, you got to think above that. Like you were saying before, bouncer school. Now nah, you just it's kind of going instincts when you're in it. It's like just regular hanging out in the bar with all your friends because that's basically what I was doing. There was, you know, I was friends with everybody in there, and um, you, you just want to protect the place. You want to keep the peace, but sometimes people think they're up. How about the time when uh, Jim Howell got hit in the head with the bottle? Remember yeah. that? Yes. I was behind the bar with them. Yeah, some little punk surfer dude thought he was tough. Like you could tell when people came in that they weren't regulars in there. So like these guys looked a little strange and they were getting really stupid. And one of them threw a bottle and hit our friend in the head. Now this guy, Jim Howell, nicest guy you ever want to meet in your life. And that was it, man. We tied this asshole up. We had everybody had them all locked up. And it was one section about that big. That was opened by his kidneys, and as we're walking out, I'm giving him the shots. Oh yeah, just a couple. Yeah, you know, because he threw a bottle at our friend. Uh, you so know, who's this guy? Howell is that Thurston Howell's son? Is yes. That, is that is that from Gilligan? Who is this Adopted. guy? The bottle at? Yeah. You matter of fact, um, you know, he tr he tried to make it as an actor, Jim, and also my wife and I are are binge watching um, oh, the one with uh with Don Draper. What's it called? Mad Men. Yeah, with Jim Howland is so he's okay. He finally got he made it as an actor, but there were so many fights that carried out. If you know where Mom's Saloon is, it's on, on San Vicente, and it carried out to that island. And one time there's a fight, and Dave's got two guys in a headlock, right? And he's on the ground, and two guys jump on top of him. And oh. I hear him saying, Fish, kick the son of a bitch in the head. <laughs> like, kick the guys in the head, right? He hit him with his flipper. Yeah. The fish. Uh, that was a good fight. Oh, yeah. but you know what the great thing about it, Brad, was about him and his personality was he loved these. We, we both had a love of movies. So you weren't there past 1990 because Dave would come up to the bar and quote lines from these movies. I'll give you the two movies. 
You remember The Wanderers? Oh, yeah. Great, uh, great movie. Yeah, 19- great movie. And of course, who doesn't, to this day, who doesn't quote lines from this great movie? Oh, my God. Movie? Yeah. So one yeah. time, packed at the bar, and Dave Kern of Glassware, and with this, he, he walk up to customers, and he <laughs> he just go up to them and say, look at me, and he goes, hey, Fish, Henry got pinched. And I go, where? <laughs> Down by the factory. With all kinds of lines from Goodfellas. Henry. Oh. <laughs> there's that one scene in Goodfellas where uh, the, the voiceover Ray Liotta is talking about all the guys in the crew, right? He could, Brown could do the whole thing. And he did it for and Jimmy and Tommy and me. Yeah. Anthony Mike Two times, seventeen twice. We'll get the papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. Yeah. yeah. What? what uh, let me ask you guys a question. Is it? Is the? I love these movies that are very realistic, like Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. I mean, Fish. You know, you're backing up your boys. Are you jumping over the bar? Are you jumping right in? Absolutely. Yeah. Ask him. Yeah, that's important. I was no pretty boy. I was a pretty boy. A lot of guys didn't. The Jan- I'm gonna mention names because it's indiscreet. There's a lot of guys that didn't. I I've seen. Hey, rest in peace, Tano Costa. Love the guy. Right. I was working the bar with them one night, and some guy belts a girl. The first instinct you have when that happens, you don't call a nine or ten. You jump the bar. I jumped over the bar, right? right. And the next thing I know, Dave Brown's up there, and and Jeff Hirschberg. You met him, Brad. And I, I hear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Brown and his girls hitting me, and I got the guy Dave trying to pull them off me, and I could hear, I could hear Jeff Hersberg going, "It's over, it's over, it's over." <laughs> not a fucking, not a wrestling match, you know. It, it, yeah, <laughs> I, I jumped over the bar a lot, and you had great, you had the actors like Dan Cortez. Remember Dan Cortez? Oh yeah, right. right. MTV's Dan Cortez. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wagner. These guys, these guys are the first guys over the bar, and oh, but, oh that's great. Never felt more protected, though, Brad, when this guy, Captain Pool Party, and by the way, (laughs) let me me show that picture of this. This is the only guy in the history of Mom's Saloon that had a a promo about him. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about Captain Pool Party and what that means. Let's show everyone what that outfit is, because that's you. And talk about you still that have was... those trunks? Do you still have those trunks in the cape? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I invented that costume in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for spring break one year, and man, was it a smash hit! I mean, over the years, I've won over seven thousand dollars in cash and prizes with that costume, and it takes me literally as much time to get dressed with my regular clothes that does to put that thing on. Except for sprinkling my big glitter. It <laughs> uh, made it look like I was wet. <laughs> yeah, was that was, that was a, my alter ego. I didn't know you could use glitter to make yourself look wet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I, I tell you, you're an amazing guy. You know, Fish, you Thank know, you. this guy, you know, he, he looks like a tough guy from Jersey, but he's really got a big heart. His brother has Down syndrome, and I saw an unbelievable picture of him and his brother on his Facebook page. You know, Dave, you're a great guy. I'll tell you, you were in, uh, we cast you in the, the Johnny Cocktail Hour that yeah. we filmed at uh, Mom's Saloon, and you played a short order cook, uh, the worst short order cook <laughs> I've ever seen, flipping burgers on the floor, picking them up, putting them back on the grill. But you, I mean, you just, I mean, I don't know if you ever acted before. You were like just a natural. 
but you're a character. You're like, you know, one of the good fellas. You're like from, you know, Jersey boy, you know, yeah. but you have a big heart. And I just wanted to point that out to our viewers and our listeners. Thank you, Brad. You're a yeah. great guy too. Yeah, I wish you know that, that I wish that pilot would have taken off. That'd have been awesome. Yeah, we're doing some other stuff. So uh hopefully it's called Wingman now. Uh, oh yeah. Wingman because everybody needs a wingman, right? Yeah, hey, I keep your mind, man. Wingman. I gotta be Fisher's wingman. It's not <laughs> easy, trust me. <laughs> I'll be I I've already jumped over the bar in life a couple times. Save his ass, but you know. <laughs> oh, he jumped over the bar because it's a free buffet. <laughs> I got to be first at the buffet. I'm, you I'm scare here. my wife. You here for an hour. Oh, of course. So, Brad, I got to compose. Work with us. And he goes, you got to tell the, the, the Dave Brown stories about Jack in the Box. We get off work. Oh, God. Wait, wait. Explain what that means. Wait, Fish, explain what that means to our listeners. Jack in the Bucks. Oh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. So we get off work. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. There's not a lot of options to eat in L.A. at that time. There's Cantor's. There's Ben Frank's. All these places are in Hollywood you can go and eat. So there's a Jack in the Box. It might still be there on 26th and Wilshire. So I'll go down there. Dave oh, by the way, there. by the way, it is. I was there last night. <laughs> <laughs> Good. First place I'm going when I get off the plane in L.A. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it's 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 like it's, like, it's me and Mikey Franchise and Tommy Batondo, but it's me, Nick Ippolito, Lenny Simone, and yours truly, Captain Pool Party. We walk into the place. As we walk in, there's this big guy just going at it with the guy behind the counter, right? And he's trying to pull the guy over the counter. And the guy behind the counter is of Hindu persuasion. All you hear him saying is, "I'm not standing here doing nothing. You cannot take that thing from me." <laughs> so Dave goes, I stand back, I got this. Dave goes over as the guy's got it and whispers something in the guy's ear, right? The guy lets him go and leaves. So I don't ask Dave what he says to him, but the guy behind the counter goes, Oh my god, fine, sir. Thank you very much. You get the choice of jungle tracker taco that you like. So what does Dave say to him? He goes, No, I don't want the taco or a jumbo jack. I just had a slip from hot jacks with my brother down at the street on 7 Eleven. And the guy, the guy looks at Dave and he goes, oh, my God, where, where are you from, Bombay or New Delhi? And he goes, Dave, I cannot believe you said this. He goes, I'm from the real region. Down there. And, and they're going back and forth. This guy thinks Dave's a Hindu. All right? Oh, That's how that went. Oh, my God. Thing. We got free food because of this guy. Yeah. Remember that, Dave? The fried tacos, the ultimate cheeseburger. Right. My favorite. Oh, yeah. But uh, the fact that you had that improv in you to do that, that you spoke in a, you know, in that in, in that dialect was so funny. I don't know what you said to that guy, but you, never, you probably said to him, I'm gonna kill you. Because the guy dropped the guy <laughs> and walked out, you know. Say my boys are here, you know, you don't want to mess with the boys. Right. Something to that effect. Oh, that's great. I like that. Because we're all gonna kick your ass in the alley in the back if you yeah. Know yeah. Guys. we used to go there every night to that jack in the box. Yeah, we did. Do you have any uh Dave? Before we get to what you're doing now, um, do you have any fun stories about that time in your life when you were there? Because the great thing about working there was you can come in at any time and you, and you drank Bradley for half price. It was called Key Two, all right? Yeah. And Dave, Dave had a few libations in his career and stuff like that. He, I remember one time you brought a girl in there, right? And attractive. And you're drinking and, uh, and you're having a few. And, and he, you say to the girl, you know, you know, you're having a few drinks. I, 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 want, I want to make sure that you remember who I am in the morning. And she looks at you and she goes, don't worry. You won't forget me. 
And I think she had a penis. I swear to God. You said oh, oh, he goes, uh, yeah, the crying game. Surprise. No, well, she goes to the bathroom and I said to Dave, look, she's got an Adam's apple. What does that mean? I said, even in Jersey, you know what the Adam's apple means. Let's be honest. Love is love. And we know Dave and her or him, they dated for what? You did about two years, right? What was that? The girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. I was girl, looking at something on the screen. You, dated with, you guys dated, right? Love is love. It's all good. Yeah, yep. Yep. I mean, that's it. She was into you. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, the chick with a stick, it's just, you know, it's just a bonus, I think, right? Yeah. Hey, Dave, any, 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 any uh, stories you got from Mom Saloon or that time that you want to share with us? Oh, yeah, I got a good one. You remember this one. I'm sorry, the, the uh, battery's running low on the laptop here. Move uh -oh. over. Dave, we're getting half your face. Move over a little bit. I want to see your yeah. face. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, so one night I'm in there, and I'm drinking, hooping it up. Oh. You're drinking? Oh, my God, no. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, he's frozen in time. You still there with us, buddy? I think we lost him. But he looks good. He looks good. Look he at that. That, that. That's a that's, that's the same look you have when you that's see him. That's, that's the look he had when 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 he found out the girl had a penis. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Oh, what? What? Wait, you, we'll, we're gonna get out of him if he can't get back on. I'll find okay. out. If he's, we'll 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 say goodbye we'll, to him and we'll say, and, Dave, we love you, man, and please, you come back on the show, right? And yeah. uh, thank you, Dave. And do me a favor before the next show. Charge the computer, okay? That would be number one. Your number one rule: keep the batteries charged. Yeah, that's what she said. But anyway, have a well, great. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Ah, yeah, he's out. Let okay. me say, I, I, in all the years that I worked there, and I was there from day one to day done, the most fun was working with that guy because you always felt safe. He was so good at what he did yeah. that. And he did it with such style. And, he, and it, it was always a great story behind what he did. So, hey, we pay homage to bouncers because, like I said earlier, Brad, you've been in clubs before. You've run clubs. You've run nightclubs. You've run strip clubs. If you don't have bouncers that can protect uh, and protect the crowd, you're done. Yeah. And, they, and they, they're the face of the club because when you approach, they're the first person you see. And they get the most shit. Let's be honest, right? They get the yeah. most shit. From they, you know, you know who I am. Am I on the list? Blah blah blah, buddy. Do me a favor. Twenty dollar cover. Shut your mouth. You in line, right? I mean, come on. Everybody knows everybody. Okay. Don't make my job harder than it is. Right. Yeah, I wish he was there. We had a we had a couple of mob guys come in one night. You want to hear this story? Oh man. Yeah. yeah. And I wish well, a couple of good I, fellas came in. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's funny to say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Funny to say that. I mean, look, look, let's get the uh, let's get the moniker up there again if I can find it. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Oh, boy. Four guys. All right. So one night, and Dave was God, God. I wish he was working that night. One night, four guys come to the, to the top of the line, and they're all dressed like Don Johnson was in Miami Vice. Beautiful, beautiful pink, like a purple shirt with the taupe, hair yeah. slicked back, gorgeous looking guys, right? Right. And a guy. The Willie Ware look. Willie Ware. They're wearing the really wear. Yeah. They had the Capizio shoes. They, these guys look, they look like you did in that dance video, but better. <laughs> and oh, by the way, who's working the who's working the door that night? This guy's Steve. He's a kid that uh did UCLA football. We hired a lot of UCLA football players to be bouncers. 
All right. And he was a, a, a kid from South Central L.A. And I get a little attitude. And I'm, I'm looking for this guy named Ricky LeBlanc. Ricky LeBlanc was the other guy. If I could find him, I'll get him on the show. But I can't find him. He, he, he's, uh, he's in the weeds. He went AWOL. Is he in the witness protection program? Is he I don't know. Yeah, I, think. I don't know. But Ricky comes to the bar and says, Fish, you got to get to the front door. Steve, Steve's got these four guys there. It's not going well. And I go to the front door. And Steve goes, hey, man, these are your people. And I said, my people? What do you mean by my people? And the one guy pulls me aside and goes, look, we're offering this guy $100 each. It's $400 to get in and beat the line. The line's 100 deep, right? And, and Steve goes, no, that's not what you did, man. You threatened my ass. He goes, you're going to sit in the back of the line. I said, Steve, go, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm 20, about 25, 26 years old at the time. So I said to the guy, I said, look, take your two, three other guys. You're going to walk up the street. going to walk up Montana and take you to the back door, right? I do that. I walk in the club. They're having a great time, right? They're slipping every bartender. A you know what a $100 tip is back then? You know, the 80s, and wow. I know that these guys, I know these guys are connected. I have enough street sense to know that. I'll make a long story short, right? I see one of the guys is carrying. So one of the guys, let me see. You want to bring Dave back in to hear this? He's yeah. back. All right. Dave, love me. Dave, I'm telling you. Hey, Dave, Dave here you are. You okay? Yep, I'm good. The laptop died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, telling, I'm telling a story about one yeah, night. Yeah, there you go. Get back up. Yeah, the other way. Yeah. There, All right, right there. there we go. There you go. Right there, mate. Right there. Yeah. So, Dave, I'm telling a story about. Remember Richard LeBlanc used to work there? Who? Black kid, Ricky LeBlanc. I can't I think find so. Him. Yeah. Well, he's working at night. I got four guys come to the front door. I, I don't, I, and they were giving the shit to the guy, Steve. A lot of, I got a, a lot of backup on you, Dave. Turn your yeah. volume. Yeah, Dave, just say yes. Just say yes. Yes. Okay, there you go. Continue the story. There we go. Okay. So, go ahead, Fish. So I walked the guys, and they come to the back. They're having a great time. They're tipping all the bartenders. One guy walked up to me from bar, and he goes, I got you guys run a really great establishment. Quit throwing me money. I've got anything worked out. He goes, no, we like this place. All right? And I know who these guys are. We think of all the top mob bosses in Jersey. These are their sons. And think about the John Gotti's and the online Basilios and all those types. <laughs> so the guy looks at me, Dave, and he goes, look, what time do you guys close? I said, 2 o'clock. He goes, I'm going to say the word. And we'll say what it is. He goes, keep the Molignan here. I don't know what that means. You know? And I find out what it means. It means dead plant. So I figure out that they're going to wrap this guy, right? So I go up and I say, get the hell out of here. Go home. Go out the back door. I ain't leaving. I'll call some of the guys up, come from the team. I said, get out of here. You won't be able to handle this type of situation. He leaves, right? And those guys, thank God, nothing ever happened. But I was sweating my, my butt off. I'm thinking if Dave Brown was there, Dave would have taken the $100, you know, <laughs> get him in. But that, you know, these guys came in at least 10 times in, in the 12 years. Always great. But they were so cool and collective. And he said, keep the guy here. Like he was going to order a pizza, kill him. It didn't really matter. But I mean, those are the people you dealt with, the mom. So, yeah. but I wish this guy worked every night. You know, Dave. We wanted. I'm glad you came back. We wanted to. We're getting some uh, some interference there, but we wanted to tell you thank you for being on the show, buddy. You're in a crowd. Oh man, it's a pleasure. We want. We want to bring you back. That's a great story, Fish. And uh, we want to hear more of your stories, Captain Pool Party. And uh, yep. say hello to your brother for us. 
I sure will. Everybody, Dave Brown, everybody, give him a nice hand. Dave Brown. Thank you very much. Thank you. You you, you God bless America. Dave is the man. He can still do it, Dave. You can still do it. Strap it on. Get out there. Give us the look when you knew, when you found out that the girl had a pee pee. Give us that look one more time. There it is. Great. I love it. Okay, Dave. We love you, man. We love you. All right. Take care, guys. You too, man. Love. Stay healthy. Oh my God. Yeah. There's a guy. Here's another guy. This guy, Jim Brooks, worked the door also. Captain yeah. Jim Brooks, he's in the military. More people Camino that before than some front nights. Yeah, it is. I but, like Jim. Jim, thank you for your service. That's great. Yeah. Oh, man. God bless you, buddy. You know, it, who else you got? You got some other people? No, I, well, I want you to go. I want you to, yeah. you know, because that's, you know, that's a big part of we talked about. A big part of the business is being protected. Yeah. I'm going to show you a couple of memes. I want you to, this is yeah. phenomenal. Look at that. Read that. <laughs> Be the fun in dysfunctional. I like that. Do you know why? Do you know why I say that? Because Brad and everyone in their in their social circle or family has dysfunction. Okay, but a guy like Brad Grumberg and Captain Pool Party and hopefully myself bring fun to any tense situation. So I I like that. Here's another one. Brad sends me this one and goes, "I got to get this on the show." <laughs> <laughs> Things that. <laughs> That tell the truth. Small children, drunk people, and yoga pants. Oh, my gosh. How do yoga pants tell the truth? Tell me, Brad. I Well, I mean, the girl wears the yoga pants to show off her assets. I wear yoga pants, too, to show off my assets. Please, no. You don't want to see me in yoga pants. But, I mean, it's amazing. Whoever invented the yoga pants, I mean, uh, I mean, it's my hero. I mean, it's unbelievable what these girls wear. I mean, it's, it's especially in L.A., right? Especially in LA, I got two more. Uh, I got two more memes I want to show you. You know, Brad at one time came to me and said, "Fish man, I got to get a job at Mom's Saloon. I, mean, I love this place. I hang out here. Families hung out. I live. I'm from the area. I live in I'm from Beverly Hills. So Brad hires this guy to train him. Okay, there's Brad and Fabio. <laughs> and oh, look, you're terrible. Brad, Fabio, Brad, we're gonna get that to look like me. How long did Fabio take? Well. Uh, me and uh, this girlfriend of mine, uh, just my friend, who's a girl, beautiful girl named Annette, we went into this, uh, it's called The Source. It's on, um, it's on Sunset. And, uh, and he ate there religiously every day. So I said, man, I used to do these Christmas cards with all these different crazy characters. And I walked up to him and I said, excuse me, Fabio, could you take a picture with me? He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm finishing with my girl here. I'll see you out in the parking lot. So we went out in the parking lot and I said, I started taking off my shirt. He's like, what are you doing? I go, could you take off your shirt and just take a picture with me? He goes, no, but okay, we'll take the picture. So he takes the picture. And, uh, and my caption to that is uh, happy holidays from every woman's dream, Johnny cocktails and Fabio. And we go to the same newsstand in Beverly Hills. And all of a sudden he walks up and I had given one to big Al at big Al's newsstand. And he looks up and he goes, what he didn't know i was making a christmas card and he looked at it and he told uh, my buddy eddie he goes oh i love it and he goes why he goes it's promotion for me and i remember that guy he was a funny guy so it's all good man i make fun of myself that's what life's about you know everybody takes themselves so seriously and it's ridiculous because you know what we all go poo poo we all put our pants on the same and everybody thinks they're better than one and like just the same thing when they walk up to a uh, mom's saloon 
and talk to Dave. You know who I am? Okay. Right? And when I worked in the uh, 20th right. Century Fox commissary, I waited on all the big stars, right? I tr- you know why they liked me? Because I treated them like my buddy. I didn't treat them and walk around on eggshells like, oh, my God, it's they don't want that. They just want you to treat them like, you know, like a drinking buddy. Hey, how's it doing? How did you like the game last night? What would you like? You know, like a, like a New York deli waiter. You know, you throw the you throw the corned beef sandwich down. You make a joke. You walk away. You're sweating all over them. Who cares, right? Serve from the left. Take from the right. Who cares? Just get the food to the table and make them laugh. And that's what life's about, I think. You would make a great bartender. You have the gift of gab. And I always told people, it's not about making the drinks. I go, any idiot can make a drink. It's how you handle people that will make you money. And you seem to work in the commissary. You drove a lift. We're going to get into the Brad Grumberg story and Eric Snyder story as we get through these podcasts. But I got one more meme I want to show you because before before we do a little advertising, um, I I want I'm going to Brad doesn't know I'm going to show these pictures. Oh, no, no, no. It's so family. I have a family. (laughs) No, this is a great one. What if you know who this person is, talk about what it meant to your parents. It's a musician. And, I, and I'll say, and still to this day, is elegant, brilliant, and a legend. You know who that is? Diana Ross. Diana Ross. And this is my okay. God. She's great. I love her. Yeah. Fantastic. What a performer. Oh. Yeah. It's a beautiful it's, woman. She yeah. was. And, and, and she is. Yeah. And for her band, I mean, Cutting Edge, and you, you saw you know, the Ronettes and you saw a lot of, a lot of female bands try to emulate them, but oh. you, there's, it's like the Beatles. Yeah. She's it's a living cool. legend. I mean, God, I, I, I love her. I never met her, but I yeah. loved her music and I love her today. I mean, she's great. She's, you know, speaks out on social causes and all that stuff. Sure. She sure does, man. We're the fat fish podcast. Yeah. I, oh, by the way, I have a story to tell you about social perception. So I watch a show, Vanderpump Rules. Do you know this show? It's on Bravo. Yeah. I'm a big Bravo fan. Yeah. And I watch, I'm watching the show and all these girls are in Vegas. They're, uh, you know, gossiping and they're in bed. Okay. They're in their, their bed in one of the rooms. Yeah. And they're gossiping about this and that. And they're doing this. And so then that night, two of the girls sleep in the same bed. And you're like, oh, that's kind of, you know, ah, I would love to get in there. And I, you know, I like to get in the middle of them and right. What would be like when five guys were in a bed talking and gossiping? Everybody's like, whoa, right? That's That sucks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's five guys in a bed. Like you and I, you know, we've done that before. We've gone to Vegas and we, we gossip in a bed and we end up spooning. Oh, should I have said that? Uh, but I'm just saying the perception is I love everybody. Love is love. When people like, it's just like, oh, five guys in a bed, they must be gay. Who cares, Right. The four, five girls in a bed. Oh, they're, they're hot girls, and they must be. Yeah, and I, so it just doesn't make sense. You, you, you know what I'm getting? I know what you're getting at. Yeah. When I, when, when, when you were spooning me, I would, I'd say, Brad, that's not a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't bring that movie up. My five oh. top movies: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Steve Martin, John Candy. They're in the room in Chicago, and they, they have to share the same room because of, because uh, Steve Martin. Lost his credit card, got it stolen, and John Candy and him have the spoon. Oh my god! And they wake up, and Steve Martin goes, "What the? What's go? What? Oh my!" He goes, "What is that between? What's between? Is that a pill? Oh my god! One of the great scenes. 
that was one of the greatest movies of all time because it was all about a lonely guy. Sure. You know, and tearjerker, tearjerker. Oh, at the end, you find out you know the, the real story behind John Candy's character. You're in tears, and oh. movie John Hughes. I know that you auditioned for some of his films. No, no, I never did. I, I, I love John Hughes. He left us way too soon. He was incredible. Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. I mean, the list goes on and on. But I'm saying John Candy. So there's my favorite actor of all time is John Candy, and I got to work with him. And Don Rickles is my favorite comedian of all time. And we'll get into that, you know, in week weeks ahead. But John Candy, I got to work with, meet. And to work with your idol and a guy, I was a warm-up guy, and he was on a show, the Dave Thomas show for CBS. And sure. I was the warm-up guy. And he came to the audience, grabbed the mic, and he said, I've never seen a guy more funnier or better at warm-up than this guy. I go, what? John Candy's telling me that I'm good. Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, I, I'm the biggest John Candy fan. I mean, so many legends have left us way too soon. What John Candy would have done, John Belushi would have done, Chris Farley would have done in their lives if they lived, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, but it's, it, it's playing strings on all meals about love. You know how many people in this world are lonely? It's so sad, man. And they just got to reach out. You know? About your homage and what you do. But um, let me let me do a little, let me talk about, um, this place, Chuck's yeah. Tavern in North Durango. Oh, I've been there. Flamingo and Apache. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Brad and I self-suffice this podcast, so we we pay homage to the to the people that take care of us. And that Chuck's Tavern, where I work, I've been in the company seventeen years. It, it's it's a wonderful place, wonderful staff. Let me show you what Brad does. Brad, I met Brad. <laughs> he has this great. That's Johnny oh, yeah. Cullen, Entertainment. That's. Yes, yeah, that, look, that looks more like John Hyatt holding a holding a cocktail. <laughs> and you, know, you, but. you know, it's funny. Why don't we? And boy, that's a great logo. Um, yeah. Let me ask you. And I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt today. See? Yeah. Um, how? Why don't we tell people how we met? I mean, way back in the day, John Hyatt. I met him, and we were doing the Johnny Cocktails Hour, and he was friends with you. And uh, we needed to get some guys together to do this pilot. And he ha he said, you got to meet my friend, uh, Eric the Fish Schneider. And I fell in love with you. And I'm like, how, do you, how, are you, how are you friends with John Hyatt? Well, he was one of the five guys in the bed that one night. He, <laughs> he, he tried to tell us his Laker press pass. I, I, I came in there. He came in there in 1986, and we hit it off. We talked, look. <laughs> get the gab. We talk sports. A big sports fan. Easy. Uh, easy <laughs> golden retriever plays um yeah he was a, a big sports fan we talked sports and we just hit it off and that's and, nice yeah no it's great i mean he did me a solid because we wouldn't be here today you know but uh you know it's just amazing you know let's tell our audience you know some of the upcoming shows we got uh, planned uh I'm, I'm i'm working on trying to get henry winkler by the way the fonz i'm trying to get him and, uh, you know, we're going to talk about all sorts of things. We're going to bring psychics on. We're going to bring uh, life coaches on. We're going to bring sports figures on. And uh, we just want to be well-rounded, you know. And, uh, and we also want people to, you know, DM us. Uh, and by the way, I got a story about a DM. I, I, okay, you must get hit on a lot as a bartender, okay? And, you know, how – listen, do you wear your wedding ring, by the way, when you – I do. You do, Okay. I know one thing. I talk to girls all the time. She goes, I'm, I'm dating this guy who's married. I go, why are you dating a married guy? Oh, he's safe because he's got a wedding ring. 
because he's got a lot to lose. No, it's very interesting. There's a whole psyche. So I'm, you know, both of our, both of us are straight. Well, I've questioned your sexuality for many years, but there are, there are something I've learned on, on online, on the social, there's something called chubby chasers. Okay. Gay guys that like fat guys. Okay. No, I'm serious. But <laughs> I know this is crazy, but I've learned this. I didn't even know this. So these, there are these guys who DM me and they start out. I really liked your, you know, you, I liked you in this movie. I liked you on this and that. Then they start asking me, oh, by the way, you know, I'm very lonely and blah, blah, blah. Then they'll send me, and I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. That's me. I, you know, another person would go, what are you doing, man? What's going on? Get rid of this. Block them. And so they start telling me about their lives and this and that. Then they'll send me some video about the, you know, just two guys talking. And then one kind of goes down on the other one. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, what is this? What? So then they say, oh, by the way, do you like dudes? I'm like, no, I like, I like the ladies. I play, you know, I play in the lady pond. But, you know, and they say, well, I'm dating this guy. And he's like, all of a sudden, I'm a, I'm a therapist, which I bet you're a therapist behind the bar. People tell you their life story. I was a Lyft driver for five and a half years. People told me their whole life story and asked my advice. And I never see him again. So that was safe. You know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy. I love everybody. I love the gay culture. I love everybody because life is that. I have, a, I, have, I have buddies that are gay and then they look at me and they go, do you think I chose this life? You know, it's a tough life, you know, and we should all just love each other and don't judge people and don't, you know, label people. Right. Right. And, and, you know, look, we, we, we sound like we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, spooning each other now in, in accolades. <laughs> One thing that you do that needs to be talked about is for 11 years, you've been the caregiver to your wonderful parents, Jerry and Sandy. Oh. And that needs to be talked about what it's like to take care of two octogenarians who, which your mom and dad's got to be late, late 80s, 90 years old, and you are responsible for them. And you, you endear this. Your family loves you for doing it. Tell the audience what that's like, because not many people do that. Well, it's I, I, the reason I do it, people ask me, you know, that, that are close to me, what, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? I go, my parents gave me the greatest life, the greatest life. My dad and my mom loved me. They took care of me. They nurtured me. And now they're older. And, you know, some people just put their parents in a home. Now, if you had bad parents, I can understand that for one reason or another. But I don't want to see my mom or dad in a home. I no. take care of them on a daily basis. I do... I do what I have to do to make them happy. All, and I told them, I said, I'm going to take you all the way to the end. That's it. That's how I'm going to do it. And I put my life aside because I love them. I love people. I love helping people. And a lot of people should realize your parents brought you into the world. You know, they took care of you. They loved you. They taught you how to live your life. And I live my life based on a lot what my dad taught me, you know, about being good to people like if you're having a bad day, tomorrow's a brand new day. Clean slate, you know. Sure. Don't give up. Stay positive, you know. And and that I my dad gave me those those virtues in life, and I gotta pay I, I pay them back every day. And people are like, where what 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 are you doing? You're crapping your stuff. Listen, I've had the greatest life in the world. I've had so much fun, fish. Both of us together, man. I can tell you stories, right? This party, that party. I just. 
hung out with Steve Kerr, you know, at, at the Clipper, uh, Clipper Golden State game. He invited me and I met him after with my buddy Kent. It was awesome, you know, campy. We had a great time. That's what life's about. Moments with your friends, moments. But you got to take care of your loved ones. And I do. You do. You do. You're good. You know, and that's that's we were meant to do this because we even though we're jokesters and make fun and talk about vagina gummies and school. <laughs> it's about I learned this about my parents. First of all, I found out I was reading quotes about mothers. And I said, the reason why you love your boys, love their mothers so much, girls, too, is because of your first love. You know, you crawl out from from their legs and, and they nurture you. And you you if you don't give back. And I said, it's great to be jokesters and, and tell stories and have fun. But what do you get? What, what, what's your life if you don't give something back to somebody? I don't know. I don't know any different than that. I'm not the funniest guy on the planet. Yeah. When I'm in the bar and I'm with my family, I try to make people laugh. I learned this a long time ago. Um, but my dad said this to me all the time. He said, son, if you can make someone laugh once a day, then make that make that then your day is made. Yeah. Think about that. Mark, I don't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No, you and I want the audience to know what kind of person you are. And please let me say this. First of all, you are great to your mom. You take you take care of your family, your beautiful wife, Vicky, your son Max, you have a grand granddaughter. You're a great person. You took care of your dad, you took care of your mom, but you also take care of people. And recently uh, I have a friend, a uh, beautiful girl that I know named Kathy, and she was down on her luck, but she was always a fighter, and she needed to get a job in Vegas. And I and she, and uh, you met her, and you said, uh, what, what can I do? I said, well, she needs a job. And by the grace of God, because, you know, it's luck and timing, you know, being on that right corner, and, and she, you know, she got a job through you, and she's going to start tomorrow. And it's just amazing. She's so... So happy. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, you know, oh, really? You need a job? Great. Good luck. See you. Bye. You know, but Can I jump in on that? Yeah. Number one. Number two, I did it for an ulterior motive. She said the next time there's five guys in the bed, she's going to jump in the middle. <laughs> oh, my God. So, terrible. No. That, Good call I, back, baby. No. She okay. is a wonderful person I've known a long time. That's fine. But you know what? Big deal. I mean, I, if I can make a phone, make a phone call. It is a big deal. It is a big deal, man. No, it's not. You know what? It, it, you know, for it, you and I, it's not a big deal because that's how we live our life. With you. you do it. Either you do it or you don't. But you, know, you, you should never want accolades out of that. You should no, always. No, no, I'm not saying that. No, no. I don't want to. There's a lot of things that we do that we never tell people, right? We do things all the time. Don't you don't need accolades. We just want. We get more joy out of helping people than the people we help. Correct? Don't, pissed off brad because you're one of them that don't do this when you see a celebrity or athlete do something good and they post it everywhere instagram tiktok facebook yeah. uh, twitter how about the celebrities and and people that do things for people and you never hear about I'll give yeah. you one tim duncan hall of fame center for the san antonio spurs he built like five high schools yeah. you know how much money it costs to build a high school you never knew about it until someone brought it up at a, at a speech and he got pissed off at the person that right. those are the people I like and I, I commend people to do things for other people and they have to know about it. It's about building your brand. There's no building a brand for Eric Snyder or Brad Grumberg. You know what our brand is? Let's let's hope we make you laugh. That's our brand. Laugh, giggle, live your life. Don't be mean. Don't be bitter. Don't be angry. Don't be jealous. 
just be happy, right? You know, because you know what? It doesn't matter how much money you have. No. Your health is your wealth and your happiness, right? I mean, I know so many people with a lot of money. They never went for their dreams, but they're loaded. But who cares? After you buy the houses and the cars, right? Hang on. We just got, I just got a text from Kourtney Kardashian. She says, you start tomorrow. I love gummies. I love gummies. We could maybe have another sponsor pretty soon. You know, so no. I got to tell you one thing. I got to go because DoorDash just came and I got to eat, man. I got to eat. Show number four in the books. Fish, I love you, man. This has been so much fun. Another thanks to Dave Brown, the greatest bouncer in in bar history. And um, I just want to thank you very much for another great time. And uh, we'll see you next time on Fat Fish. I'm Brad Grunberg. And I'm the Fish Man. I'm Eric the Fish Schneider. And uh, we'll chop it up next week. Oh, one last thing, Brad, I want to ask you. Yeah. Are you cool with the Final Four? With FAU, San Diego State. I love it. You know what? It's the hardest. I love it. I love it. Who, who wins it all, Fish? Who wins it all? Wow. Well, this is the first time there's not a first, second, or third seed. And I'm rooting for San Diego State. I'm from California. Yeah. yeah. All the water got knocked out. Texas. Yeah. I'm rooting for San Diego State. But the the, the Cinderella is, at, is Florida Atlantic University. That's because the one. That's so I'm rooting for them. I think San Diego State wins it. I'll tell you something. It's great basketball. And you know what? It just shows you on any given day, never give up in life, in sports. There could be two seconds left in a game, right? And yeah. you never know, football, baseball, whatever, you're still in the game. Right. And you're in the game of life. We'll Both see you next time. That, uh, that's yeah. Redmond Rabbi Brad Grunberg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rabbi Grunberg. Just make sure there are donuts there. That's all I care about, okay, at the synagogue. You got it. Thanks, Fish. I'll see you next week. I'll Love see you. you. Thank you, buddy. You got it.